All right, this is Ken with the Point Blank Podcast. I'm the cameraman and general media guy. I'm here with the founder, Brian. Hello, Ken. Hi, Brian. How are you doing today? Very good, thank you. And I'm also joined with Vance, his son, and also a trainer at Point Blank. How are you Howdy. doing, Vance? Howdy. I'm doing good. Good to hear. Now, we've gathered here to ask a few simple questions to you guys. What is your stance on arming teachers in schools? Here's my stance on it. Is I think it's a poor idea. And before people ridicule us or me, hear me out. First of all, teachers are supposed to be teachers. They struggle to do that with budget cuts, with designs of schools, class sizes, things like that. They've got their hands full being a teacher is what I'm trying to say. They can't even pay for their own school supplies. Right. And uh, the budget struggles. Some can't afford heat at this point. So now you're expecting a teacher also to be a parent of some of the kids that the parents that don't have real parents, that the, the parents aren't doing their responsibility um, or it's a single parent family maybe where the kids just not getting raised as, uh, with the structure they should have. Okay, so now the teacher is supposed to be a teacher, they're supposed to be a parent, but without the rights of the parent, because God forbid you punish little Johnny who did something wrong, um, you know, add some structure to his life and he doesn't take to that very well. Now you're going to look at those guys and uh, these teachers and you're going to throw them in as bodyguards. I don't see, I don't see that as being practical. I don't see, you know, when I was in school, there were some kids, some of these, these kid, you know, hardworking farm kids, for example, there's some guys that wrestle. There's not a teacher at school that could have kept a firearm away from one of those kids if they had ill intentions. I mean, some of these kids are 320 pounds. They're strong as an ox and thank God they're all good kids. But what if, is where I'll say. Well, think about the theft, too, you know. If you've got your gun sitting in your drawer or locked away or it's on your hip or whatever. Absolutely. It doesn't take much for somebody to take the gun away from you. Uh, and then you've got a live gun in the school that you've provided. The teacher's now missing their gun. So yes. they have no other means of defense uh, in that sense uh, unless they have further training. Uh, and with their busy schedules, uh, that's not likely, you know, if they're already taking care of your kids that you're putting through school and then their own kids and their own lives and well, and then, like I'm going to say this right now. They don't get paid the same as a security guard. We already have resource officers in the school. There's a resource officer in Maryland, I think it was, that stopped a school shooting. Right, and they can't be yeah. everywhere. You know, obviously a resource officer can't be everywhere all the time. But think about this scenario. We had a teacher come through one of our Minnesota Permit to Carry a Pistol classes, a very good shooter. She was in the service. And her, their idea was to basically lock the kids in the classrooms and stand in the hallway outside their classroom door and the shooter would have to go through, or the, the person with ill intentions would have to go through the teachers to get to the kids. Well, first of all, you got six teachers in a hallway. Uh, ask any SWAT guy, anybody with any training, firearms training behind them, what do they dread like the plague? It's hallways. Hallways are basically a death funnel. Um, the other problem is crossfire from teachers. Once the melee gets started, the walls aren't bulletproof, and uh, you're going to see some folks get injured. There's no cover for the teacher. You know, they expected to stand there while, you know, with a handgun, maybe a, a smaller handgun at, at that, down a hallway, you know, 50 feet from a, a, a person with an AR rifle with a little bit better optic, a little better uh, ability to aim and pull a trigger. More ammo. Yeah, exactly, more ammo. They're, they're going to be outgunned, and you're going to have a bunch of dead teachers, and then you're going to have a bunch of dead kids, potentially, when they go right through the teachers, so they, they make short work of the teachers. I'm not saying, I'm not against arming teachers. What I am is that basic scenario. So here's my thought on it. Let's take, figure out why 
this problem occurs. And then also let's try to keep it outside the school. And the biggest point I want to make on, on a question like that is once you're inside the school, it's too late. You can only be reactive, not proactive. Okay. And reaction I, is always slower than action. Absolutely. It's always agreed. Behind. Yep. Action beats reaction every time. It's proven over and over again. So the bottom line is I think let's try to keep it, do our best to keep it out of the schools. I'm not seeing somebody inside the school shouldn't be armed or couldn't be armed. I don't have a problem with that. What I really have a problem with is generally arming teachers that maybe aren't trained. Uh, a carry class, one carry class, even if you practice after you come to a, a Minnesota permit to carry a pistol class, does not make you a gunfighter. It's a whole different world pulling the trigger on a person or an animal versus a paper target, okay? There's a lot of stressors involved. Um, you know, you lose fine motor skills, uh, lose focus, and uh, some folks are never going to be in that position be able to do that. Well, the carry classes aren't tactical classes. They're information Correct. classes. They're teaching laws to be safe. They're teaching you to be safe with a firearm, actual firearm safety rules, but it's not like they're tactical classes. You don't do a lot of shooting most times, even in some of the states that have high amounts of shooting, uh, like an eight-hour or so requirement. Uh, even one day of training is not going to prepare you for the worst day of your life and everybody sitting Gosh, around no. you. No, not, not even close. I mean, there are seasoned officers that don't handle some of the situations well with a lot of training behind them. Everybody's different, and, that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, some people it's have just, a bad day, too. I mean, you oh, step absolutely. on your dick in the middle of a gunfight, it's a yeah. bad day, and it just got right. a lot worse. Yeah, and especially when you go in, you know, undergunned, um, behind the curve to start with because you're trying to build... Lack of information, to, really, because exactly. they don't know how many people are there. They don't know how many bad guys. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Especially if you're an officer in uniform, mm -hmm. you've got a big target on you, which is this giant blue vest that says, yep. hey, I'm the guy that's here to stop you from yeah, doing Shoot me first, is what that yeah. says, yeah. That's so, what I think, like, in the in the hardening of the schools, one of the best things they could do is make the officers and resource people that are on staff not be... Um, uh, in a suit or so in, a, in a yeah, yeah easy to identify right. Uh, everybody will know who they are, but they're a lot harder to identify in a crowd whether they're the resource officer or not because they don't have a giant badge on, they don't have a giant white shirt, uh, whatever the case may be. That would help a lot uh, as far as the statistics go um, to make those guys more effective. Even though right now they may have the training and stuff, they may have all the tools ready to go to be able to help uh, be reactionary. Um, if they've got a giant target on them, uh, if you're a smart shooter, you go after who's going to hurt you the worst right away. If everybody's unarmed and that's the only armed guy, they're going to probably go after him or avoid him the most. True. The other thing is, is what I want to finish with is, or, or make the point clear, I'd rather see the money spent, the bulk of our money. It's a multi-layered problem, okay? So it's a multi-layered yeah. solution. Yeah, there's no one. But, exactly. Well, there's one no, of the problems being what happens all. when there's substitutes introduced to the classroom. Absolutely. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, pros and cons to the whole thing as far as armor teachers, but I'd rather see the bulk of our effort and money spent to keep it outside the school to start with. Whether that means metal detectors, I don't. I, I can't give you all the answers, and I don't know them all. But I, I think once they're inside the school, you can only be again reactive, not proactive. And so I think it's too late at that point. Well, so recently, if we can keep this outside, yeah, it uh, then I think that's our best course of action. And uh, I'm not sure if it's possible. I'm not. I don't. I don't have the answer on how to do that necessarily. But I, I think that to me makes more sense um, from a lot of standpoints. Well, look at what they're starting to push out in some of the news articles. I heard recently that some of the um, um, 
officers, admins of schools, uh, you know, the adults in these situations, basically the people you know, responsible for these kids' safety, they're starting to look at social media and other things like talking to the other kids or making it easier for the other kids to send in anonymous information to say, hey, I think this guy's going to do something bad, right? Right, and they've, flags up. They've yeah. had a couple that they've already, through these types of means, either gotten lucky or, I don't, I don't think it's luck, I think they're you know, doing their job, um, they've actually arrested some Actually people. doing their due diligence. Right, yeah, due Correct. diligence, yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying they're lazy prior to this, but again, it's reactionary, not not you know proactive. And the point of that is, um, they've already had some arrests where they've caught some people with you know kids or, or young adults prior to prior to, yeah. and luckily prior to because they mm-hmm. they were quite well armed. Um, and it doesn't matter what they have for weapons; they're going to be effective if they've got a plan in place. Right. Um, and there's already laws against you know bans guns in schools. Well, murders uh, are illegal. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, more laws it. on the books are not going to help or solve this. Schools um, are already gun-free gun zones. If you yeah, bring exactly. a gun to a gun-free zone, mm-hmm. you're the only guy there with the gun. And so are your malls, and so are a lot of other places, and that's where the majority of our shootings happen. Um, you know, most of your accidents, race car accidents, happen at the track because there are race cars there, and that's what you're going to get. Um, a lot of folks, if you ban guns, they think that the criminals won't have guns anymore. Well, that's exactly the opposite of the effect. Look at Chicago, look at a, pl- a pile of places uh, that criminals have guns. And it's just going to be another outlet for the cartels. For a lot of drugs, drugs, absolutely. They're going to be making more money yeah. for the cartels to do black black uh, market weapons, black market drugs. Yep. Yeah, supporting other bad trades. But it doesn't even matter. Even if you were able to get rid of all the firearms or all the explosives or whatever category of weapon you think is the most deadly, there's always another category ready to take over. Whether it's improved explosive devices, whether it's knives. I mean, you could make a blowgun be pretty deadly, you know? Texas uh, just had the bomber. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. exactly. And he was terrorizing them for days. Exactly. That was, that was a terrible thing. It wasn't uh, guns, it was bombs. Homemade yeah. bombs. It can, he was be a, a, it can be a Home Depot pickup truck. He was the new age Ted Kaczynski, is what mm-hmm. he was. Right. Yep. Yeah, and and of course, recruiting other people, and that's well, we the hard in the media, so you get the yeah. copycat reaction. You get a lot of, um, you know, I'm going to try to stack up a body count so that people remember me. I think some of these kids, I, I listen I to I think them. that's the problem right there. Well, I think some of the... the is the 15 seconds of fame that people want to get. The 15 seconds of fame and also... media age, where you, their name can be plastered all across the internet. We've gotten a society, and I, I, I heard a gentleman talking about the other day, where the society's gotten a little bit more, um, I'm not sure the word, I guess blasé, I'll call it, to... You know, like your video games. I'm not saying... When I was a kid, we, we had different video games, and I didn't equate to I'm shooting Atari 2001 or whatever the heck we had. Um, That's because you're old. Yeah. Yep, yeah. and thank you for that. ColecoVision. But, <laughs> but uh, I never thought, okay, I'm going to go get a spaceship and go shoot stuff. You know, I mean... Yeah, but nowadays, I mean, it's understandable but, if you grew up and you're watching this game that's mm-hmm. a real life simulator type game, basically. I mean, it's as close yeah, to real get, life. Yeah, you get extra points for finishing a person off or, right. or, well, or think being of vir- gruesome about it. Think yeah. of like virtual reality or any of these things. I mean, some people get so immersed in a 2D screen or the VR set. But then is that a breakdown of the parents or is that a breakdown? Can you blame the game just like the gun they used or can you blame. You I'm know, saying it helps, I think it helps sway the hearts and minds type concept where lack of. they get this psychology now mm-hmm. of well, it's 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 normal to shoot somebody like that and it's cool. They they you know they're zombies, they're whatever. Uh, and I'm not 15, blaming the a game. A 15 year old kid with a firearm knows what's right and wrong when he walks into a school. But these uh, kids eat Tide Pods. I mean, why do they eat a Tide Pod? Then we clearly have yeah, some other mental true. issue yeah. that causes these things to happen. Whether it's they're getting brainwashed by something, whether they're predisposed to have you know some kind of you know uh, following uh, mentality. Darwin's going to has to have somebody to pick on. Listen, yeah, we have Facebook, we have Snapchat, we have Instagram, we have Twitter. 
Everyone wants followers. Everyone wants sure. to know their name. The fact right. We live in the age yeah. of fame and I think success. You can yeah. some of that to it. Yeah. Right, yeah. What yeah. is the best way to get fame and success in today's age? Yeah, computer. Shoot up a school. Yep. Shoot up a mall. Get a U-Haul truck. Drive it through Times Square. Yep. Everybody knows Die you. from a Tide Pod. You know, hold on to a, yep. a book while your husband or wife shoots you. Yep. Yep. It was his girlfriend. Page. Yeah, girlfriend yeah. in the chest with a fifty cal. Yep. Yep. Without yeah, doing a test fire first. That work well. Yeah, or if they did, the second fire wasn't the same. Yep. There are these things called variables, and yep. they change from time to yep. time, sadly. But yeah, there's, there's all sorts good, of things. That's all their discussion on ammo. In other words, uh, yeah, this was a uh, yeah, we full metal about, jacket versus hollow point that didn't penetrate the first time. And yeah. We didn't well, a different load, you know. Yeah. yeah, maybe the ammo got warm. We got a, yeah. we got a whole section on ballistics. And Absolutely. Precision rifle that would explain can... why it goes through a book one minute and not the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, anyway. But yeah, there's there's all sorts of ways these things could uh, could have been prevented. Some of the times, like uh, we've seen background checks fail, or like the Florida shooter, Absolutely. Orlando shooter, where uh, he'd been investigated two years before, uh, and the FBI just never put him on a list any further to check him because apparently he was. Okay. But you can't get everybody and either. We're going to have no, issues. You talk about the most recent shooter, right? The talking about the Orlando shooter, the, night club? the school one, the nightclub. Uh, that was, the nightclub. I think, yeah, yeah, the nightclub is what I was okay. talking about. He was he was supposedly yeah. investigated by the FBI uh, two years or so prior, and he went and was able to legally buy those guns, even though he supposedly one of the articles. Well, sometimes mental illness isn't to. always going to. I mean, just because people have either bad thoughts or they have. Uh, it doesn't necessarily equate to going and killing fifty people. In a oh yeah, club. absolutely. I mean, this guy had a so, violent background, though, is what it sounded like. So he was already escalating throughout his life. He had mm-hmm. clear, you know, signals that way. But how do that, you how do you interpret that? Who's the who does the ultimate call and says, okay, this oh, guy's yeah, going to yeah. escalate in the future? Right. You don't know until it's too late, and it's really tough no, to don't. to make an assessment. You want to be careful on that line, like the enhanced NICS check they're yeah. talking about. The problem is you got you know some awesome veterans with PTSD. They should not be denied their rights. However, maybe. There are times where I'll say that it's necessary to let's get some mental health going before we, um, you know, are exposed to, you know, having firearms around. Or right. I mean, everyone's going to be an individual call. So what I mean by that is if mm-hmm. everything's so individualized, you're going to miss some. And it's oh, yeah. unfortunate, yeah. but they do. Yeah. So not right. all the signs can ever be, you know, you can ever... You know, catch them all is what I'll say. And look at the numbers too. Mm-hmm. I mean, suicide accounts for like sixty some percent of all firearms related injuries yep. or deaths uh, every year. Yep. Handguns uh, are like eighty five percent of the shootings in the U.S. I think rifles are one or two percent. I mean, there's a lot of different facts you can throw out there in stats. Where I'm going with this though is the the how many funny thing high is, school students. I don't know that to tell you the truth. Right. right. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. look at like suicides don't make the news all that often compared to Correct. mass shootings. They're not as yeah. uh, like you said media uh, driven uh, events. Uh, certain you know mass shootings don't make it through the news because they don't fit the right profile uh, right. is what a lot of folks think. They're not using the right kind of gun. They're not using the right kind of you know ethnicity to the shooter. But then I think part uh, of that part of that publicity is is the um, let's say for uh, like the Jacob Wetterling case for example, um, where they abducted Jacob Wetterling. That went on for many years. There was a lot of kids abducted that didn't get the press that he did. And I'm not saying that right. his parents right. were rich. I'm not saying they're influential. Yep. I think part of it is luck of the draw, I'll say, if you can use that term, where all of a sudden the media slow that day, it gets picked up. Maybe the right people saw the right picture, the right article at the right time, and it kind of got... It galvanized uh, everybody. Exactly. It but together. The problem is, is there was a pile of kids that didn't get that notoriety. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, and maybe didn't get returned home ever. And uh, uh, those parents have to have a horrible thought, you know, in their head, like how come Jacob gets all this attention and we didn't? Uh, his parents were very active, you know, in, in the whole thing. So not, I'm not trying to say bad about the Wetterlings. Um, they did absolutely nothing wrong. But the point is, 
some of those cases get attention, some don't. So we got to look at why, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, and what, you're not going to stop everything, like you said, absolutely. too. I mean, some stuff's going to uh, get through the cracks, sadly. Um, and, you know, at what point in time do you call it a, a major problem versus something that we can put some simple uh, things in effect, uh, like we talked about the resource officers, uh, you know, being more undercover. Uh, we talked about, obviously, uh, having the potential for some teachers to be armed or, or potentially uh, that would be best for some of those folks. Uh, or even just, you know, enhancing some of the building security as far as, you know, checks at the doors or parking lot checks or whatever. I mean, even the guy, the Uber driver, uh, was the latest yeah. Florida shooting, right? The school shooting yep. there. I mean, how did this kid carry the rifles up if the Uber driver dropped him off? I mean, how did he not notice that? Were they in concealed, you know, uh, gun yeah, cases? Or, yeah, or gym bag or something shoved down yeah. his pants? Or was he hanging onto a freaking rifle while he walked up to the school? Yeah, I, I haven't right. heard anything about They've it. They've been really quiet about that, so yeah. I, I don't. it's hard to say what exactly the case was. Because the latest thing I heard was hmm. they're trying to extend the... Uh, uh, say something or see something, um, say something, do something is what they're trying mm-hmm. to add to that yep. whole phrase because people are seeing something and saying something about it to their friends and nobody does anything about it, uh, whether it's in their group or whatever, meaning go and talk to a more authoritative person if you're a high school kid or, or just a regular person or if you're, you know, um, part of a, an employee in a business, bring it to your boss, bring it to your manager if you think somebody is. But even, even so, um, at the same time, if you've got a, a thousand kids in a school, yeah. and everybody. How do you handle that volume? Exactly. How do, you, how do you interpret every threat correctly? Some are kids talking, I'll say. Some are oh, yeah. you know, looking for attention. Some are, are it's you know, overreaction, I'll say. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to miss some of those key, um, those keys that, uh, that they would use to hone in on. On some folks, some folks don't show that stuff, you know. And, Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, young or old doesn't matter. I mean, their their reactions aren't what you'd expect. The hardest and ones the are going to get through the cracks, no matter what, like you said. But also, the the folks that are going to read those are they experts in yeah. in reading people's um, you know, I'll say thoughts and and motives, or notions and motives. So, for example, in Minnesota, from what I after talking to several bar owners I've worked with. Okay, if you write a small bill and in the wintertime you pull up to the bar and you've already had way too much to drink, you walk in, use the bathroom, okay, and you get a glass of water or, or you know, no alcohol whatsoever is where I'm going with that, you turn around and leave and you wrap your snow bill around a uh, pole, the last bar is probably getting sued. Go oh, yeah. ahead. Well, that's kind of, they're supposed to, the bartender apparently is supposed to, without training, recognize you've had too much to drink, also supposed to be responsible for you even though you're not even a patron, you know, you stopped in to use a restroom, for example, or use a phone, um, and they're they're not trained in that kind of recognition. Nobody, you know, but they're expected to be responsible for it. Right. So it's kind of the same thing with the schools. How much, how much information do you give somebody that really isn't trained or qualified? Or I'm not saying you shouldn't say anything. What I'm saying is how again you're going to miss a lot of stuff. How does it get interpreted? Who's the actual expert in you know assessing that comment, that threat, that that attitude, that you know, body language. I mean, you're talking a vast amount of flags that might go up, or, or a vast array of flags. Mm-hmm. How do you actually, you know, catch that? And yeah, so unless I, it happens over a long period of time, right? You know, multiple events that definitely start escalating. Build like up you to said, it. Yeah, uh, it's going to yeah. be difficult. I, I totally agree. If yeah. you're skinning cats and, and making them lampshades, and you're seeing some definite degrading over a period of time, or some indicators. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times they say, like, the mass killers, uh, uh, you know, they start with, you know, animals, for example, abusing yeah, yeah. other living creatures that they can have power over. Uh, but, again, not all of them do that, you know. Nope, and some nope, are yeah. perfectly normal people up until the time they're not. And that's 
That's and the sometimes you know, I mean there's a lot about it. Like I said, a lot of signals. Some of these kids that are quiet, they might sit there and research, you know, how to make a bomb, how mm-hmm. to you know yep. uh, how to shoot people, how to shoot a gun well, whatever. You can find anything online. Absolutely. So if you've got the the wherewithal to want to do this, you'll find a way. I, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, most definitely. So it's a long answered question. I'll say, in other words, you know, what do you think about Army teachers? I'm not exactly for it because I I think they've got too much to do already. I think I'd like to see them focus on what they're supposed to be doing, which is teaching our kids. Uh, I'd like to see some parents step up the plate and be actual parents. Is and I think we have a, a huge issue with that in our society. Um, you know, walk through a store and watch how some of these kids act. They have no respect for some of their parents, much less other people, you know, elders. Um, it's pretty sad. Uh, stand in front of a convenience store and see how many young men open the door for anybody, including their own girlfriend. And, uh, you know, we've got a little bit different mentality and attitude into this society, and maybe that's part of the thing that parlays into, you know, some of these, this different mentality parlays into some of the folks carried a little farther than they should. No regard for you know, human life, and uh, uh, maybe they don't have A for their own, you know, and that's, it probably is into that. So, again, multi-layered question, but multi-layered answer. You're, there is no good answer. Uh, you know, I'd like to see it kept out of the schools, and that well, as much as we can, and yes, we'll have to deal with it inside the schools, because like we just pointed out, we're all in agreement, the fact that you're not going to catch it all, so I think you need, you know, people inside the schools that can deal with it. How many, uh, that's, that's debatable. How, how well armed. The one thing I'll say is I've done thousands of students through Minnesota permit to carry a pistol classes. I've done quite a few teachers through these classes and uh, that I've known personally. I'll throw a guess of a figure of people that actually practice after they come to a carry class. In other words, they, they maybe don't have a carry permit and I don't care if they're a renewal or a new person. They come to our class and it's a good eight hour class. We do quite a bit of shooting in our class. Uh, more than a lot of other instructors do. And we offer, you know, amazing outdoor facility where you can further your training if you you want to and or if you desire to. We explain that to students. Uh, our student shoot nights are there on our website. You can check out pointblankguntraining.com and, and look at student shoot nights. We're one of the only instructor, you know, group instructors in a company that does that because we don't make any money on those nights. So other folks don't do them because they're not, they're lost leaders. Uh, but, their practice nights is essentially what they are with information on updates on, you know, uh, new laws and changes for our carry permit people. Bottom line is the student shoot nights are, are not well attended. You would think there'd be 150 people on each one of them. They're very cheap. They're, they're very informative. They're two and a half hour blocks and people do not practice and their lives are busy. They have kids, they have careers, they have families. They've got, you know, they're purchasing a house. They've got maintenance to do. You know, superiority complexes. I already know how to shoot everything. I already know how to well, do all this. And we get that to too. Of course, you got the you know, different personalities. That, I already paid know. him that much money for my permit yeah. to carry. I don't need to give him twenty-five more dollars right. so I can go suit. He's shoot. trying to make twenty-five more bucks. Well, I'm losing my my rear end financially on those nights, and I I designed it to do that uh, simply because I wanted people to be able to not have an excuse and say I can't afford these classes. I won't I won't practice because I don't have the time. I don't have the uh, money to do it. We make it cheap and simple, and they still most of them don't take advantage of what's out there. And I threw up, uh, I was talking to a teacher and I explained to him, I said, uh, I'm, I'm against arming teachers a lot of times because these people don't have enough training or the adequate kind of training. It takes hours if you're going to shoot into a crowd. I mean, Vance and I shoot quite a bit and our female instructor does too. Um, you as a cameraman see that. We put a lot of effort, a lot of practice, a lot of money into it uh, to keep our skills sharp. I'm not confident necessarily shooting into a group of kids. I mean... 
my kid's not even in that group, and that's a that's a, a whole different world versus punching holes in paper quickly. And oh, yeah. so and chaos. And yes. you hit the wrong thing. Chaos, and adrenaline. Uh, who's forever. the good and the bad person? I mean, yeah. you know, if it's a kid, maybe that's uh, looks like the rest of the same. You know, the kids in that school, same grade. How do you distinguish? You know, who's the good or the bad person? And so, you're always going to think, what could I have done mm-hmm. different? To even Absolutely. if you hit only the bad kid, you know, quote unquote bad kid in that scenario, yep. uh, what could I have done different to stop that without having to kill him? You know, one of our students one time in class asked, he said, if, if I'm in a movie theater and bullets start flying and I hit one kid that saved 20, that's going to be a problem. If, how many parents would give up their one kid for 19 other kids they don't know? I haven't had a parent yet that said that I'd be fine with that. Myself as a parent, I wouldn't be fine with that. My kid's the most important kid to me. If we're being honest with each other, that's yeah. exactly the case. Uh, I would not be happy with any casualties in, in a case like that. Um, and so, yeah, the the one person that gets hit to save 20 is still going to be a problem. And yeah. the person, besides their own moral and you know financial um, you know well-being, they're going to have to live with this uh, the rest of their life. You know? And that probably hits on why the media sensationalizes mm-hmm. somebody so much, too, is because in a mass shooting, you touch so many families so quickly. Right. In a suicide, you touch one family, and they're all grieving, and you know nobody seems to care about just that one tragic incident versus... You well, know, well three, the, four, the family five. cares. We'll clarify what you mean, though. I mean, the, you're saying the media doesn't Yeah, the pick media doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, obviously the yeah. family cares, you yeah. know, as far as that, because yeah. it's their family member. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their friends are going to care. And it's sad people get stuff, to that but, point where they, they do something like that, you know, some call right. a selfish act. We, you know, we had a, a famous fire instructor we we uh, trained with uh, several times, and, and he took his own life. He was, um, uh, how do you say, a full cancer, and he was getting to the point he didn't want to be a burden to those around him, and he took care of himself before, you know, he wouldn't be able to. And, uh, you know, and so I, I guess I do have a little bit of an understanding as to why I'll say that people do that. So a lot of reasons I'm, I'm why people do a lot like of things. It, you know, or, or it's, it's the right thing to do, but... So again, it's just, yeah, everybody thinks a little bit different is what I'll say, and everybody's got different thoughts, and, and what's logical to one person is not logical to another. So, and sometimes that but, logic changes, too. You know, over time, or like mm-hmm. you said, circumstance, if all of a sudden, you know, things aren't going very well for me, uh, you know, in my life, for instance, then I could totally see where these people get pushed in their mind to a limit of, I'm going to go hurt a bunch of people because, you know, that's where, uh, how crappy my life is going right now. I want to spread that around, or, or whatever the mindset is, you know. A lot of these people, since they don't make it out of the shootings alive, we don't get the chance to really understand what they were thinking and how this led to this happening. We can only uh, assume things after the fact. Um, And sometimes, like you said, even uh, shooters, uh, before they get taken out by police, they they kill themselves uh, or whatever the case may be. Um, You know, some of them, like the one at the Florida school shooting here recently, that kid dropped the firearms that he had and ran out with the rest of the chaos of the crowd uh, and was able to escape for a while. So Mm -hmm. he's clearly, his tactic was simply that, you know, to, to last and have notoriety and well, back to my comment a second ago. Well, just I didn't wrap you, it up. But you know that the CDC has never been able to directly fund gun violence research, right? Due to the Dickey mm-hmm. bill. Yeah, yep. there's some bill banning it. Yep, yep. And they just finally got. Yeah, supposedly they're making changes. They're to not. That. It's not that we don't directly have, funded, it's, but it's now they can start data though. There's, they can start doing gun re, gun yeah, violence research. There's a ton of research that's done independently. That's probably just as good, if not better. 
the CDC already knows how many people die from each Absolutely. type of thing, though. So it's not right. like the I, research I, they're unable yeah. to do doesn't prove the fact that you know we could have simply done this one thing exactly. to fix the solution. We already have investigations by all the officers and things like that yeah. after these facts. Well, my that, news programs and a pile of other things. But yeah. my, my question is, are they going to John Douglas it and go Mindhunter asking these people, why'd you do this? Right, what was your... What was your main motivation behind this? But some of these interviewers do that now. You look at 2020, you look at um, the you know, like 60 criminals. Minutes, I'll say. There's there's a pile of programs on you know the making of a serial killer. And they go into these prisons, they interview these folks, mm-hmm. and get inside their head. And uh, But I know, guess what I'm going with this, though, is, is this is kind of a new class of serial killer, if you want to call it that, that does not want to live after the fact. And maybe that already uh, exists. I don't know. Um, a lot of the ones in jail, obviously, they're still alive. That's the whole point right. to that. Like um, Manson, for example, or yeah. or some of these other folks that Manson died. He did, yeah. Yeah, he passed but away recently. The 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 point is is yeah we've studied, I think studied a pile of these folks, and I'm not sure that you can really reinvent the wheel. I don't think this group coming up, this young, uh, disgruntled person is not, they're not unique. They're not magical. Uh, you know, they they don't have a freaking unicorn. You know. On the front of their head. The bottom line is, I think what they what they they need is some mental help, and we need to figure out why or, or look at why they're in the position they're in, what promotes that thought process. Uh, you know, it's illegal for most of them to possess a gun or, or transport a gun, uh, so we know laws don't cure this. If you try to get rid of guns, there's just like anything else, they can use a different form. But but you know, and, and back to a comment I started to make earlier, I, I challenged a teacher I was having a discussion with. You know, I would love for this teacher that has had this care permit for a while, they're very confident in their skill set. And I, I told the teacher, I said, come to my range, give me a holler, you know, one of these Sundays, I'd be happy to buy your ammo, I'll buy you lunch, and you change my mind on you carrying a gun and shooting in and around a crowd of kids. And guess what? You know, pretty quiet from that person. So, um, you know why? Because when, it, when the, the, you know, rubber meets the road, they can talk all they want, but you come out and I said, I'll film the entire thing and we're going to put it out there because we want to see your skill set. And I, I, I said, I'll make a public apology that, that you changed my mind. And you know what? To this day, like I said, been awful quiet. And, and I, there's definitely going to be some teachers that are going to be capable mm-hmm. of that and some that aren't. Right. But if you're still talking about it and saying you're capable of it, but you won't prove it, right. then how capable are you actually? Oh, you absolutely. Yeah. Everybody mean, that talks the loudest I, and all exactly. the classes we do are generally yeah. the worst. You know? yeah, the best shooters very little shoot the worst. Or if they shoot for a specific team. Yeah. They can't even shoot a dinner plate. Yeah, like team from 25 team yards. Yeah. yeah. 25 yeah. feet. 25 feet couldn't even shoot the dinner plate. Yeah. Right. And how are you going to hit. The, the plate's not even moving, okay? Yeah. Now I have the adrenaline, the chaos, the the thought process, the instant reaction time, the adrenaline dump you've got, and you're going to magically, you know, have this this great, you know, trigger pull, follow through. Uh, all the fundamentals are going to be there. Your side alignment's going to stay perfect. No, it's not. Oh. I mean, your group's double under stress easily as it is, uh, and sometimes that stress can be induced without people even shooting back at you. And... Uh, you know, we've got exercises in class. You know, one of them we call is Rolling Thunder. And you can take a group of people. I can take some highly trained folks. And in three minutes, they it's a multitasking exercise. And they're, they're, you can use it with a rifle, shotgun, or pistol. And just different variants of it. And we've stolen this from other instructors that we've trained with over the years. And, and made our own variant of it. But the bottom line is in three minutes, I can Close have... Apart. Yeah, I can have every person on the line, no matter how much training they've had, get to the point where they really can't tell me their own name. 
and again nobody's even shooting back at you so um, uh, some of that doesn't hold a lot of water with me the people that think they're capable of doing something I'd like to see it you know so where I'm going with this is if you're gonna arm teachers what do you do you make them qualify to the standards law enforcement would do you have them you know where do you where do you draw a line on how much training they should have I wouldn't be against arming teachers, but they need more than a carrier permit. You know, it's uh, a lot of Absolutely. the classes are poor at best. You know, and I think they need a pay raise if they're going to be. Yeah, and I think they'd probably think the same thing too. That if I'm gonna be your kid's bodyguard uh, and stand in the way and catch bullets, then maybe I'd like to have some input on how my school is designed so I can have somewhere to hide or shoot from cover. Or, I mean, but they're not going to get that. Is the point? And so, I think what we're doing is is chasing our tail when it comes to arming the teachers. Again, I think we need to focus our efforts and money. I'd, I'd just assume focus efforts and money on, on keeping the kids outside the school. and or, or not even kids, just the shooters in general, I'll say. Not, you know, keeping the issue outside the school as much as possible, humanly possible. Well, and like some of these events, too, not to diverge too much from the school shootings, but uh, when you have a large event, you put a lot of, a lot of people down there uh, you know, in a large crowd, and you have inadequate security uh, compared to you know some other events that are operated in the U.S. or other places. When you add alcohol, uh, the security guys that are there have their hands full already with just the patrons, Yeah. much less like the Vegas shooting where you know, uh, you know, this wackadoodle decided to, to shoot out a window and randomly... Yeah, you know, shoot into a crowd. Carry a ton of briefcases up into right. a room. You know, make hundreds of trips. Or there was a final sixteen cases, right? Right, but that's. I mean, you yeah. can't tell me it was that sixteen cases over the course of six days. So, yeah, but also other people have a lot of luggage. Though. I mean, right? Exactly. How would that? Look, how would that, that dude's good. gonna. Yeah. I saw. I saw. I saw the video footage of him when they released mm -hmm. it. This dude is fucking boring. He yeah, makes yeah. playing the slots look like. Snail racing. Yeah, right. It's like watching golf. He's an average, right. so average looking. Anyone, you know, anyone yeah. who's watching the CTT, uh, uh, the closed video. Yep. Yep. CCTV. They're just going to see another guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And so there again, how do you throw up those magical flags? Where oh my god, this guy's got you know one piece too much luggage. You know, it, but they, it's, they had what twenty thousand know, or twelve thousand people in a crowd, and they did the hire uh, additional security that was you know looking for some additional threats. You know, as far as larger out versus just dealing with the drunk people down and, the line. In theory, you shouldn't have to, but at the same time, it's That's a reality not, in today's society where yeah. well. The president's yeah. very well protected. You know yeah. what I mean? They do a great job with him, and they've uh, done a great job for a lot of presidents. Yeah, we've had some yep. assassinations. We've learned some things from those as well, and I think we're in that same mode for now for civilians. If you put you know, a large group of people together, you're in charge of their safety at some point yep. in time, reasonably in charge of their safety. Is it reasonable at, to expect somebody's going to Look at how much went into the Super Bowl as far as security. Yeah. And, of course, a lot of stuff's not even public, but you've got snipers down there, and uh, the bottom line is these guys were, were training, and taking, looking at taking some potentially long shots, you know, yeah. in an urban environment, and so right. uh, from altitude, you know, and they're also doing layers of, of, of security, like you were talking layers. earlier, yes. where this starts not just at the facility, not just outside the doors of the facility. Mm -hmm. This starts miles outward, potentially, right. depending on how uh, much they spend on this. The problem is you can't spend that much on any school uh, well, every day not, of the year. Yeah. You can't spend it on every mm -hmm. event that has you know five hundred. But I think the something. logic applies, though the multi-layered approach. Absolutely, the logic applies. Yeah. And so that's where that's where I think we need to you know instead of fighting with each other, kind of as a group, um, yeah we can agree to disagree that yeah if you think arming teachers is a great idea, um, I, I will say I don't think it is because of the factors. And again, I'd be happy to I throw extensions or you know invitations out there to teachers come prove me wrong please and uh, and I'll issue a public apology if you can impress me uh, shooting around a 
crowd of paper targets and not hit the, the you know the kids or the targets that you're not supposed to um, please by all means you know knock at my door and tell me and uh, and I might agree that yeah you're the, you're the one armed teacher I wouldn't mind staying next to you know there's a lot of people that in an incident some people stand there with their, their mouth open I call it the deer in the headlight look some people do things and some don't and the majority of society is not the real what you call it, active or uh, proactive kind of person under stress like that, definitely. Absolutely. They break down very quickly. And, you know, some people call it a type A personality. It doesn't matter what you want to term it. But, you know, my son and I have watched, have saved two guys from drowning ourselves. Um, you know, and the one gentleman, I, you know, his roommate was sitting there and, and basically gave up on the kid. And, and I, he says, uh, I said, well, I would have had a heart attack trying to get you out of the water. And uh, I wasn't going to, I can't sit there and watch this, this human drown if I think I could do something about it. And it doesn't make a special, just that some people, you know, when, when you know, things go south, they, they move or they act or they do things, and some other folks go to their little safe space and hide, you know. And yep. uh, um, so the problem is you're dealing with a lot of different personalities in a lot of different environments, and, you know, they're hard to read if you're looking for the bad person. On the other hand, you know, the, the flags don't always get thrown up. In other words, yeah, this person could be, you know, having some mental issues that, you know, are potentially leading to maybe violence in the future, how do you key on that accurately? I mean, you can't go accusing. You can't go around accusing everybody of, you know, oh my God, they put a Facebook post out there that seemed like it had a bad overtone. We should, you know, lock them up or throw them in a mental health institution. That's not. You can't carry it right. to that limit either. Right. So, yeah, we don't so have enough people to investigate that stuff. We don't exactly. have enough people at the yeah. schools to report it. Uh, we yeah, we don't have enough resources in total. You know, it's just like the idea that you back in the Cold War and stuff like that, you can't have half the population watching the other half of the population. How do you watch right. the first half of the population? Exactly. You know, it just doesn't work. With technology nowadays and this deep learning that we have uh, going on with machine learning and all these computers getting faster and smarter and stuff, uh, this might be more possible in the future to get more statistical-based stuff based on their electronic profile. But now, because of those types of things, Facebook is in trouble in the media because they've given away too much privacy information to the wrong people and, and for the long, you know, for the wrong amount of time and such and didn't handle it correctly just imagine like you're saying you now we have this they, they gathered all that and then sold it or what uh they had a company apparently that they were using for um, that was sarcasm yeah yeah that yeah, they, they keep track your posts yes and they uh <laughs> if, if, you, if you don't think they do you're yeah they you're track a lot of that stuff, mentally yeah. ill group of yeah. folks that are well the, the best know. best way i've heard it is uh facebook isn't the product you're the product facebook yeah. is the you know vehicle that they use to sell you Absolutely. basically if and you don't put all your information out there they're more than happy to collect it and sell it oh yeah advertising that's, that's the american way yep and so yeah. my point of this though is you know the information definitely exists to help curb uh these mentally ill people uh, and i don't care what you call it they're mentally ill if you decide to go shoot a bunch of people or stab a I bunch agree. of people or blow them up there's a certain kind of mental illness we may not have invented the name for it yet mm -hmm. uh, but it's definitely there yeah, something's uh, wrong with you definitely yes. on the scale of the serial killer mentality psychopaths or however you want to term those people. and every once in a while you just get a bad person it's not like jeffrey dollar's parents though killer. Well, whatever, they're psychopathic generally is but, what I look at. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's parents didn't sound like they were, from everything I saw in interviews and things, they were fairly normal. Uh, well, like the kid said, turned out like you know, the, Like the whacked. Vegas so, shooter, he's a monotone-looking guy. He doesn't right. he doesn't stand out in the crowd. He's not mm -hmm. the one that you'd think would go do this, and all of a sudden he flips the yep. switch. And, and that's the hard one to read. That's Dahmer, the hard yeah. one to prevent. Dahmer yeah. hated that he was gay, and he had to get drunk to kill people. That's. But his parents didn't, apparently, you know, when I saw an interview, they didn't see this. No. They didn't see this in their no. kid. And, of course, he, parents can be blind to it because they want their... His, his dad was a biology know. teacher, and yeah. whenever he showed interest in, like, dead animals and their bones, 
his dad thought, great, you know, he's going to be a biology teacher sure. just like I am. Right. He has an interest in the science. Right. Yeah. Well, like you said, how, how is it to detect what that person's thinking when, when you just see a small interaction with something? Um, I totally agree. It's going to be impossible to know. But even exactly the parents are going to look thinking. at their kid normally in the, in the best light possible. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. the parents, a lot of them yeah. aren't going to want to admit, no, their kid's the problem. And yeah. So, yeah. so I could see where the parents don't have a, a perfectly objective view. Yeah. It's already jaded by the fact that, you know, that's my kid. He couldn't do that. You know, he's perfect. And, Which is sad because yeah. they're going to be one of the first people, exactly to report that, but hey, maybe my little the, angel is going to go kill a bunch of people. But maybe or, some of the first reported, but the most unreliable source. Oh, yeah. I'm not and saying they're That's reliable. the problem yeah. with that. Yeah. So, yeah. again, who has the knowledge, who has the information, who has the, who makes the call on that, you know, it would be tough. And uh, um, so it's, like I said, multi-layered issue, multi-layered, you know, problem. There's no easy fix to it. Um, you know, put more laws in the books that don't get enforced, that uh, really don't do anything. You know, if I remember right, murder is already illegal now, and so I'm not sure, you know, making it more illegal. I think some of the punishments to fit the crimes, it would, would probably be somewhat of a deterrent. Uh, you know, some countries are a little more aggressive. If you get caught stealing, they chop your fingers off, uh, and you would know who steals stuff after that. And uh, I don't know if that's the answer or not. I'm not going to say it is, but, but there's a lot of things I think that could be improved. Yeah, it really bothers me when you have a mass murderer like this and he does it in a state that doesn't have the death penalty yeah. and they won't put him on the death penalty. Right? Correct. You just shot 50 people. And there's no question people, about that you did it. Five I, I people. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you deserve the same thing those people got, which is to. There's know, certain cases that there, there is no doubt. And I mean, yeah. you know, in a lot of the cases, I'm sure there's definitely some doubt to them, but uh, with lack of, say, video evidence, but it's obvious the, the person admits to it. You see him on multiple videos uh, killing folks and. And, I can promise you all these these you know, massive they, they, media uh, we should be sponsored the next if you want to call it that. You know, media popularized mass shootings. We know exactly who did what. Oh, exactly. We yeah. know who the bad guy was. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't believe in the you know false flag crap of well, we just planted a new guy in there to do all this. It yeah. Doesn't matter. We know the person that pulled the trigger that shot all these people, no matter what incident it is, as long as it's one of the bigger incidences yep. that you talk about. And I totally agree. There's always doubt in some of the stuff where we don't have good footage, we don't have good reporting or investigative yep. work. Reliable where they, witnesses, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Like yep. it, we were lucky that the kid in Florida here recently at the high school got caught, um, you know, after the fact because he's blending them the crowd there's a Correct. lot of doubt there as yep. to who the hell is going on totally yep. agree absolutely um, but the people that you know end up in a in a shootout you know they basically get what they deserve uh in my mind you know sadly yep. if they make it to court or that kind of stuff then oh we we can't you know kill these people and yeah we pay the medical bills we feed them and we house yeah, them and we spend a couple million bucks on them for the rest of their lives to right. sit in a pretty you know cushion. it's unfortunate i'd rather see the money go towards the victims and, and not waste it on the right or help them prevent future issues like you said create this issue going to take money to help reinforce these multiple layers right. uh, in these places and that could go a lot more place or a lot, could go a lot better be spent better sadly so and not every incident we're talking about here is, oh, is going to no, be a uh, death yeah. penalty that's not what I'm trying to say anyway but yeah there'd be some very isolated cases but there'd be a few that that send a message home that you know you know you kill these kids we kill you you know and of course but then again you're back to you know who's pulling the trigger on that person you know I mean where, right. do, you, where do you draw a line you know, you have lethal injection, it's multiple lines, so nobody is 110% certain, you know, which person caused it, I'll say, or did it, so it does... Well, I've always uh, joked about it, too. You know, why don't we just send these people overseas to any war or something that we're conflict or trying to fight? And yeah. if they're such a good killer, then they can go over there and be an even better sponsor of the U.S. of A, you know? Yeah. And yeah, uh, the, sad, that, yeah. Yeah, the sad truth yeah. is that'll never work. Obviously, yeah. that would be inhumane, you know? Well, put them to the teeth again and turn loose. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's a good sarcastic way to think of things, but it's, you know... Yeah. But uh, obviously, it's not practical, but... 
right, just one last question. Yep. Follow up on a high school topic. Hmm? We have 18 year olds there in high school. Yep. We have a topic right now that the gun, long gun buying age might be raised to 21. Currently, handguns can only be purchased after 21. You can be 18 to buy a shotgun or a rifle. What do you think about that? I think some kids are well responsible enough, and I've met quite a few. I've seen 15 year olds, 14 year olds that are more than enough, more than more than responsible enough to handle a firearm safely. You know, in and around their family, people. We give them a car at 15. A right, some states do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 15 you know, or 16, yeah. And tractors. I mean, they give, they, these kids are operating equipment. There's some amazing kids out there. And 11 so, years old, driving a tractor down the street because they can do it. Moving absolutely. It and, and those kids, I wouldn't have an issue with most of those kids having a firearm or access to a firearm. Uh, and those kids aren't the problem we're talking about. But I guess if, you know, think back to when I was of age, let's use the drinking. I think when I was uh, the drinking age, I was 19 when I turned that age. I don't remember when it went to 21, but it was long after I was, you know, that age. Um, would it have been a big deal to me to say you can't have a drink till you're 21? Not really. Um, so how do you, I, I guess I don't see it really doing us any, if, if all the kids, I, would it bother me, I guess, if I had to concede and say, okay, let's, if you're going to pass one piece of guns legislation, uh, could it raise the purchase of any firearm to 21, no matter who the person was? Uh, and I'm older than that, so of course I wouldn't, you know, people would say, well, you don't care because you're, you're 50, you're not 21, or not 19, or 20. Um, but then the other thing I struggle with is you can take these young kids, send them off to war, but they can't have a beer. Okay? Right. And uh, I don't know... And now they wouldn't be able to buy a firearm, even though they can go and hold and handle and, and use and firearms. Potentially, to, yeah, use a firearm and, and defend their country. Well, what about... I don't have a great answer for that because I, I, I struggle... If that's the case, if you're going to do 21 with the handguns, 21 with the alcohol, maybe you shouldn't be 21. You know, maybe the limit to go fight for your country is 21. But then again, you're going to leave out a crowd of folks, that uh, kids that are, are more than responsible enough and eager enough and in the prime of their life, you know, uh, physically and mentally, uh, as far as being sharp, uh, you know, and, and especially the physical aspect of it, you're going to miss a few years of some very talented individuals and maybe they do a military um, exception you know as far as that goes so if you are yeah. in the military for more than six months or whatever the stipulation be then it sure. wouldn't matter you know you could go and buy a firearm before 21 uh because obviously you haven't you know gone against You've your proven comrades. you have a track record of being yeah. you know you're not but then again if you if you are overseas and you have ptsd you know you're in a yep. conflict and you come back and yep. maybe that's you know the chris kyle thing for example you know are you going to prevent all those? Absolutely not. But then that's a good example of somebody that had been, it sounds like, in the military um, and was having issues and uh, they weren't, I'll say, caught or recognized maybe or, or yeah. dealt with the way, you know, unfortunately. Once again, it goes back to mental health. So, it, yeah, it does. It all boils back down to it. because And the family members you could, not, yeah. not recognize it or just denying it altogether. You know, that's right, but they're, they're going to be the worst indicator because you always think, oh, Johnny will get through it. He'll, he's tough. He'll, that's he'll what I'm saying, though, is they're, they're so you can't rely on that source. You call that. You know? yeah. But some if that's the only person. eyewitnesses, even the public, or some of your worst oh, yeah. amount of information. It's, con it's conflicting when you talk to five different people at a crime scene and get five different stories. The It's amazing how people's memories will, I'll say, play tricks on them. In other words, they... they you know, forget little details because either their brain doesn't process them and say, okay, they're important. Everybody keys in on certain things, you know, and uh, even just um, the way they describe something can mean something different to the person listening. 
right? You know, Absolutely. their perspective and how Absolutely. they describe it. That's yeah. all it, it takes. You can break down very quickly throughout break that it. process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is what they're trying to get across. Well, maybe that's not. You know, maybe. Right. You know, absolutely. So there's, it, it boils down to human connection, and, and there's a lot of variables in there. It's, uh, you know, computers are a little better at what we're doing as far as making sure say data stays exactly the same, you know. Yeah. But if we don't key it correctly, then you screw that system up. Right. So Every system has flaws. boils down yeah. to the human error. Yeah. But yeah, mental health is really where it comes down to, and, and it's how do you prevent it? You're not going to 100% of the time. You know, some better checks and balances in place, maybe, but at the same time, it's it's a tough, tough call. I, I don't know. I just struggle to say, okay, you can't have a beer, uh, you can't buy a firearm, but you sh- you can you have the ability to get drafted and go fight for you know your country. Well, what and about so that's a tough call. What about the eighteen year old that just leaves for college? Eighteen year old girl gets her own apartment on campus. She can't have a gun. Yeah, but there's let's look at some of the other. There's a lot of their lines of defenses a person can use. And let me tell a lot of folks in different classes. Sometimes a gun's not your first choice. It's a last choice. Is what yeah. it should be for every person. Every, so every time, even it if be you're the last a, a real threat, um, you know, a real provable threat, and the other person, I'll say for example, or it could be an animal, a grizzly bear, uh, has the intent and the ability to do, and and it's obvious they're going to do great bodily harm to you or threat of death. Then that's fine. A firearm can come out and get used. Um, you know, to stop the threat. But, you know, for example, I mean, some of these college kids are probably be better versed in in uh, the use of mace, you know, for example, or uh, OC spray. Uh, or just some basic, you know, you hand-to-hand know, stuff. Exactly, some skills, yeah. Real basic yeah. jiu-jitsu, uh, nothing fancy, you know, just understanding where the power rules are, where the you know least powerful rules right. are, how to, you know, conserve energy, Kind of the don't-be-a-victim like thought process, and that's right. that would help. I'm not saying, it's gonna, again, it's going to help everybody, but... Well, look at the stats, too. You know, you know this magical gal that goes off to college, she's probably mm-hmm. more likely to get raped somewhere than shot at or stabbed or that kind of stuff. Probably. The well, that's what I'm saying. The, the gun is but, to prevent the rape. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's we don't understand, but, yeah, the, but the problem is, again, you're back on the school grounds. How much training has this person had? Who's in the background? Uh, if they don't practice with a firearm, it's no different than arming a teacher that doesn't practice. The results are not necessarily going to be what you hope they're going to be. Okay? Or even if they're perfectly trained and they're completely unaware all the time because they're on their cell phone the whole time, right. uh, checking into places and whatnot, they're going to have less of a chance of surviving or, or not having that event happen to them uh, because of circumstance you know, or how they live their life. Uh, and some people are going to be part of a statistic. You know, I yep. own firearms. I'm more likely to get shot by my own firearm because now I own firearms. Absolutely. You know, just like it's if like you're getting female, car accidents and yeah, you're a lot more likely as a female mm-hmm. to get raped than a male. You know, yep. both happen. I own motorcycles. I'm more likely to get a motorcycle accident. Right. Yeah. Even just having a vehicle, mm-hmm. you're a lot more likely to die in a car crash. You know, because you have a vehicle or you mm-hmm. ride in vehicles. That kind of I eat a lot of McDonald's. I'm more likely to do the coronary. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're all working on that. Yeah. yeah. So, so where I'm going with this, though, is I mean, there's going to be some people who are statistics. The, the best advice I like to give people is if you truly want to take your own personal safety into account here, be more aware. Don't be on your phone all the time. Don't be, you know, sure. uh, basically messing, uh, messing around or goofing off or however you want to say it. Try to be paying attention at least around yeah. you as much as possible. It's impossible you focus all the time. Uh, I highly push people towards a basic jiu-jitsu class. I had some awesome classes a while back uh, from some local people. Uh, um, they were fantastic. They really teach you Absolutely. a lot. Absolutely. Uh, and it doesn't have to be jiu-jitsu, but it's one of the grappling sports is what you need to learn. But the jiu-jitsu, the, the thing is to explain jiu-jitsu quick to, in a layman term, sometimes it's, 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 a, it's a craft designed or a skill designed so that necessarily the stronger, so not necessarily the strongest person wins the fight, the smartest person does. Yeah. So understand jiu-jitsu, people get, you know, that's, that's kind of what I take away from it exactly, you know, for example... 
you don't have to be the smartest person, uh, or I should say, you don't have to be the toughest person, but sometimes the, the smarter person wins a fight because they're thinking. And that's and it doesn't um, even have to be, I'm not talking submissions or fancy moves, I'm talking general body movements that keep yep. you out of most of the harm's way from what this other person is like. Yeah, disengagements, things like that, they're right. useful for, say, the weaker sex as female, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, the, just the preventing rape. crowd. Yep, exactly. You know, there's there's real basic information that I've seen from the, the BJJ guys, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu guys um, uh, themselves, the Gracies, that talk about, you know, the number one thing they teach mm-hmm. in uh, an anti-rape class is if you've already got your legs wrapped around the guy, he can't rape you if you're trying to struggle to get away from him. Struggling doesn't mean to actually, you know, use force like uh, a lot of physical movement, but if every time he disengages from holding on to you or your hips or your arms or whatever, you're using your legs to your benefit yep. to push, get distance like you were talking about, mm-hmm. or make yep, it seem like you're trying to do that, uh, disengage from him, then it's going to be a lot more difficult. And the more difficult it is, either the more abuse you're going to take or the more likely they're going to give up, right? And that's that's difficult to say, but it's true. You're already in a bad spot. He's yes. either going to hit you more or you're going to get away from him. And right. you've only got one choice to play, which is to try to get away as yeah. best as possible. If you don't know anything, you're going to run out of energy real quick is what they really talk about in their quick intro videos. Yep. And they basically say eventually you're going to get so exhausted that you're going to give in and take it because you know you have nothing else to do. You haven't you haven't learned, like you're saying, enough technique uh, or that kind of stuff. And sometimes you're going yep. to be unfortunate enough what, anyway to get close. The reason I, I wanted to elaborate is because a lot of folks don't understand when you talk about you know, like a fighting sport or a fighting, you know, training, like a jiu-jitsu training. Yes, this isn't they, striking. This is just they, grappling. Right, but they don't, they don't understand exactly, you know, why you would mention, you yeah. know, they don't get the reason you would say, okay, this is a, this is a great avenue to explore, right. especially as a, as a weaker person, because a lot of times, you know, again, the, the person that's thinking or have a little bit of a skill set behind them uh, can, can actually uh, prevail with a much larger opponent. Right, and, and it only takes a couple of weeks, I would say, from my experience, to become capable enough to mm-hmm. understand where the power walls are, yep. where they're not, uh, how to avoid getting mm-hmm. into some of those. And it's um, good exercise. I mean, it's, it's, it's good core, for the body. Core workout. Yep, exactly, a good core workout. And so, I mean, which we could all use. It's uh, Yeah, it's got some great uh, benefits to it, and I, I wish more folks would realize what it's about and try mm-hmm. to capitalize on it. But so, again, we're back to the question was, uh, what can we do to, to make these, say, these gals on campus safer, for example? You know, that girl going to college, the firearm's not necessarily the, the best option. You know, kids are going to be kids. We all, you know, kind of stayed up too late sometimes when we were that age and, you know, weren't necessarily responsible enough to, you know, to take care of a pet, much less a firearm that we have in our dorm room, for example. Yeah, so, or if you go to some party or something, you're, right, not, you know, you're not thinking yeah. this through. If you're going to go get drunk at some party, you leave the gun in your purse. Exactly. Uh, so It doesn't matter at that point. I'm in time. Not, I think other forms of self-defense would be a more legitimate or better option at that point. You know, like I said, the, the hands-on jiu-jitsu training, the, you know, the mace. I mean, there's... there's if you, you can know, buy the options. guns, you can buy the jiu-jitsu class. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of places give up free classes, especially yep. uh, for people that you know are, are yep. free uh, lesser statute, yep. we'll say, or or, inter- or interested. I mean, when I was going, it was very inexpensive uh, to maintain, and I was going a lot of days a week. As far as that goes, you could shut that down to much less, pay less even, and still get a good workout. Like you said, once or twice a week, uh, or less than that if you want to, depending on what the gyms have. Uh, but then you can also, um, you know, actually learn some real basic stuff. Uh, to really help you in yeah, in, it's, in not, a fight. it's not a, a crazy expensive, you know, uh, uh, endeavor. 
Right, and mm-hmm. a lot more people, especially your bad guys, are going to start knowing more of that stuff because it is so much more prevalent, right? If you've got uh, somebody that's uh, semi-athletic and decides to go, you know, uh, do whatever he's going to do, um, if they're, one of their main ideas is to rape you or attack you or punch you or whatever they're playing at, um, they're probably going to go get some training because they don't want to go in unequipped, you know, is the idea. Whether they've got a weapon or not doesn't matter. And so why should you not equip yourself with some of the same ideal, ideals at least? Uh, understand at least yep, where absolutely. some people have come from. Absolutely. All right. I think that will conclude our first episode of the Point Blank Podcast. I just want to cover some materials that we cut, talked about today. The Suicide Prevention Hotline is one 800 273 8255. If you are know someone or if you are experiencing any thoughts of self-harm or harming anyone else, call them and let them know or tell someone. Please. Say something, see something, do something. Absolutely. However you go about saying that. I don't know how to say it. I think it's, I, uh, I think see, it's something, see, see something, say, say something. something. But the I think is, they tried to institute this after 9-11 and everyone was like, well, I might be racist if I do that. <laughs> Yeah, if you think somebody's struggling, you need to contact somebody, whether it's uh, for suicide, whether you think it's PTSD, whether you think somebody's got some pretty ill attentions and have the ability to do it, uh, yeah, you, you definitely need to speak out. There's no reason uh, not to. You can yeah, always apologize. Come forward. Yeah. You can yeah. always apologize. I know that some of these places, uh, officers especially, are going to be inundated with these requests uh, if they aren't already, uh, but obviously that's a burden that they've uh, got to work on as well. Uh, and there's potentially other resources that can help them do that better, like these hotlines, uh, or you know, uh, just the folks around these people that, <clears throat> if enough of them say something, uh, I'm talking one or two people uh, in a given period of time, it's going to be a lot more likely to the uh, uh, to the, the what do I say, officers, uh, superintendents, whatever the case may be, that there's probably a more credible threat here versus just one random you know uh, saying somewhere along the way or one random mention of this. Absolutely. If you uh, get a chance, check us out at pointblankguntraining.com. Look at our videos and uh, get signed up for a class, and uh, we can get you shooting. We, we train with uh, AR, shotgun, uh, long-range rifle, and, of course, handguns. And so uh, if you're interested in some of that stuff, you know, give us a holler, get signed up for a class, and take that first step to, to uh, arming yourself. Arming yourself with knowledge and tactics. Yep, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Vance. We'll see you all next time. Have a good night.